Is a bagel a sandwich? I was going to say that later in the episode. It's a teaser. Okay. We'll come back to it. Okay. Welcome, friends. Mike and Jill back. Hashtag 59 switchbacks and sandwiches season of the podcast. We just finished up a beautiful weekend hiking. Lots of switchbacks in our, I guess, our second favorite national park. Yeah, I think so. Rocky Mountain National Park in Colorado. Yeah, so Mike likes to list all of his favorite parks in order. I only usually do, like, top three. But we both think that Rocky Mountain is number two. Yes, Grand Canyon number Probably, one, yeah, Rocky Canyon. Mountain number two. Real close number two. And then all the crap goes haywire. Yeah. We're all over the place. Uh, but so we were there. This is uh, We're recording this late May of 2021. And Rocky Mountain National Park is in, I w- what do you think, early spring when we were there this weekend to mid-spring? Like it. Yeah, we had two really beautiful days, and then it got really overcast, and it was raining down lower, so you assume it was snowing up high. The switchbacks were awesome. We're going to start there. The sandwiches were a disaster. Disaster. Just like the prelude. We'll get there. We'll get to the bagels. Uh... Also, teaser may include chatter about breakfast burritos and momos, but, you know, we do our best, friends. So, uh, let's start with Rocky Mountain National Park's hike with microspikes. So, how was your first microspike hiking experience, Jill? I loved it. I can't say, though, I didn't slip. I still slipped almost, well, halfway down, probably. But, I mean, I don't think I probably could have done it without them. It's certainly not foolproof, like, to not... And how slick they are, that they just slip right onto your hiking shoes. I know probably most people that are listening know this, but it really helped increase traction because I had really not hiked in the snow like that before, packs down snow. I've only done it a couple times, but now we have our own micro spikes, yep. which did not arrive in time for this. Uh, so we rented one pair... On a great deal from uh, Bernie Rudd, mm-hmm. my dad. Uh, he had a pair. And the then price was right. The price was very Free. right. And then we went to the Estes Park Mountain Shop, which is a great mountain store uh, in Estes Park, Colorado, the town next to Rocky, and rented a pair there. And then we went off to Mills Lake and Lock Vale on our first day. Yeah. For those of you who have not gone hiking in Rocky, I would probably recommend this as my number one mid, like intermediate day hike in the entire park. It's probably my favorite intermediate day hike. It, yeah, I never remember the hikes as well, but I was going to say we started this hike this time. We started at Bear Lake, which is a really wonderful starting off point because there's so many different Trails. trails that kind of interlock so you can kind of go as far as you want and of course come back to the same spot and did you just throw in the interlock was that a pun for lock veil on the i wish <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and they don't even really interlock they just all start there it's okay right? i just wanted to ask yeah <laughs> so uh so we we yeah we went from bear lake we hiked down to the glacier gorge trailhead because glacier gorge has a very small parking lot 
and it was filled. And our first stop on that day hike, that switchback, is Alberta Falls. Huge, beautiful, gushing waterfall. Yeah, the water was really rushing this time when we were there. And then from there, we hiked up to Lock Vale, which from Alberta Falls to Lock Vale is about two and a half miles, which was on some pretty, it was basically all micro spike packed snow hiking. Yeah. And really this time of year, at least for me, you don't feel though like you're that high until you see some of the trail signs. So things that would typically, you know, be waist high are at your feet because there's so much packed snow beneath. So that part was kind of wild. Just not, I, it just feels like you're on the trail. It's weird. I don't notice it as well until I walk by a, uh, like basically like a, a foothold. Yeah. And oh, you yeah. see, you see if somebody has, you went in once and your mm-hmm. foot went all the way up to like your upper thigh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see those and it's like, oh, we're actually walking on three. I think we were walking on three to four three feet four. of snow mm-hmm. most of the trek. Do you know how far though it was from Bear Lake or wherever we started to Alberta Falls? Because I was going to say there was a lot of people that, that just hiked that far. A lot of families it seemed like that would be kind of a nice day hike, too, if you didn't want to keep going up. You I don't can, know how long it was. Yeah, but. go to Sea Bear Lake and then mm-hmm. hike to Alberta Falls and back. Uh, 0.8 miles each way, if my memory serves me correctly. Probably, sure. And Lock Vale from, like I said, was, I think the Lock and Mills Lake from Bear Lake going to both of those, we clocked in at about eight miles round trip. Mm-hmm. So this is an eight-mile round trip day hike that we did. You get the beautiful Alberta Falls. Then you get to go hiking through like that open canyon on the way to the Mills Lake and Lock Vale uh, where the trails diverge. Mm -hmm. And we went up Lock Vale, which is from from this trail point, it's pretty much straight up Mm -hmm. for the last mile or so. But there was some really heavy snow. It was hard to keep track of the trail, I felt like, a couple times. I mean, a little. Like, it's not like you feel like you're lost, though. I didn't feel like I was lost, but we definitely went off. Like, Just like around some trees a different way or something. And then all of a sudden you see the tracks again. And how about that lake right now? It was really pretty. You know, whenever there's that blue lake with the um, the snow, it's just, it's wild. And the reflection, you got a really good picture. I felt like we, I felt like a really good photographer. Yeah. But it wasn't. It's not hard up there. No, it's not hard at all. And we also probably got photos on we were on the lake because I've been there. Like we were probably twenty, thirty feet out in the shallow end of the lake, and I would guess in the next two or three weeks that will just be all water. And that was like where we were all walking out to and getting our photos taken. Yeah, I guess it, that was hard to tell. Like where the actual I, I've never been up there before, so it's hard to tell where the actual lake bed was because some of it was starting to melt. But I didn't feel like where we were standing was at all no didn't seem like it but i guess you never know <coughs> and then we went to my favorite mills lake it's really pretty named after enos mills who you read about today yeah. uh, one of the the founders of the modern era of the national park and gosh one that really pushed for preservation of it and yeah. and making rocky mountain a national park yep and that is a 
gorgeous alpine lake. It doesn't get any better than Mills Lake. It really doesn't. And, and that one from the split, because you hike up then from Alberta Falls and then you split. And you can either go to Lock or you can go to Mills. And from that split, it was only another half mile or 0.6. Yep. Uh, up to that spot so it's a really nice combination i've i've gone further and in different directions once again like once you get out to those trails even more opportunities mills lake's also fun that my dad my cousin chris and i got that we got a photo there together in 1985 hiking when i was two there and then we got a photo on the same rock in what year i think 2018 2017 just the last couple fun throwbacks where you're sitting in the same spot and that was the and this was uh the next time i was there was uh with you and on our micro spikes so micro spike hiking was fun very fun i would recommend it now the sandwich for this hike well there wasn't one there was not a sandwich this is why we almost didn't record this podcast because I know that's what the people come to listen to. Yeah, I know. Jill thinks everyone's only here for the sandwiches. And she's also convinced that it is, I think it's kind of like a hiking and what we eat blog or podcast. And Jill is like... Sandwiches are bust. It is sandwiches are bust. So we ate potato, egg, red pepper, cheese, breakfast burritos from Cayenne Coffee before we hit the trail. Kind Coffee is a super cute coffee shop in downtown Estes Park. It's one of my favorite coffee shops of all time. In fact, as we stay here with my parents in Colorado for two weeks, every morning, now that we drink Kind Coffee every day. Yeah, your mom got that for us because she knows it's our fave. It's so good, and I love that spot. The burritos are always on point. It's definitely not a sandwich, but you could always eat a burrito. Before, during, Swi- or after a hike. Switchbacks and burritos. That's next season. Maybe, is that season five? Oh, Maybe. so I see where you're going yeah, here. don't tease it out. You're just going to do like a different form of Maybe. like bread meal with a hike. Who knows? Well, you could do you could do switchbacks and smoothies. I thought you Wouldn't have right. to be a bread meal. I guess I thought we were going to do international backpacking hiking treks to peaks above 20,000 feet in elevation. Let's stay on task here. Okay. So... Breakfast burritos, those fueled us, though. Yeah, it was great. That was a good stop before we went up there. Day two. This brings us to the beginning of the episode with the question I posed. I know everybody's been eagerly anticipating or has an opinion. Mm -hmm, They should. Good thing this isn't a live talk show with somebody jumping in and saying, of course it's a sandwich, the bagel. I don't know. And then somebody else sucker punching them. Well, I have a theory on it, but do you want to talk about the hike first? Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. So the day two, we did not need our micro spikes, which was kind of odd because we were within 500 feet of it. it was, Maybe a thousand. Yeah. We didn't really look it up after, but, but we didn't need micro, micro spikes at all. Like there was no snow. No. So we went to Deer Mountain, which was the second hike that we went on the next day. And that is, um, six miles round trip, I think. About 1,400 feet in elevation gain. Yep. And when you throw in the walking from the parking lot and stuff, you pretty much do two 5Ks. It's about a, it's a 10K with 1,400 elevation. And you and Deer Mountain have an interesting relationship. I think we were talking about this when we were there. I think it's one of the first hikes I went on. Definitely one of the first mountain hikes. I'm sure... It was your first mountain, I think. I think so. I can't think of another one, but um, each time... 
It really gets me. It's like it kicks steady, your butt. It's like steady incline nearly the whole time. Yep. There's there's a really short kind of I'd say flat-ish section and then a big push right at the end to the summit. The last tenth of a mile is a really, really steep push. And you were huffing and puffing a little bit, I think, because oh every person that passed us yeah, was telling us that either that we were really close to the top or were giving some kind of encouragement <laughs> or telling us that it was worth it. And you were like, why do they keep saying that? Because I was in the front. Yeah. Like, I was struggling. I was like, I, I know tell. where we are. I've been up here like six times and then, yeah. No, I was struggling. And I struggled the first time I did it too. I, I will say I think of it as like an easy hike, and then every time I do it, it's not an easy. I is, think it's technically classified on all trails as hard. I would put it as intermediate, but I'm also a crazy hiker. I think it's like, just it's just steady incline. So you know, it just after a while, it just starts to burn like your legs and your lungs. I feel like yeah, but you were you were Whew. you got to the top. I made it. Again. Again. And uh, once again, a great, you get a great 300, pretty much 360 degree view of the surrounding higher, because this mountain is only about, well, I shouldn't say only, it's about 9,500 feet in elevation, maybe just short of 10. Uh, but you get this great view of like Long's Peak and Flat Top and Hallett's. Pretty spacious at the top, because we were up there with probably half a dozen other you know, pairs of people. And I feel like it, there's plenty of space. Everybody was really spread out mm -hmm. looking at the view. And it was interesting because we knew that some weather was potentially going to blow in. And we were looking one way and I kind of turned around and on the other side, it was starting to get super dark. So it was like super blue. And, and super dark. Super dark. And it was like, ooh, let's go. And you and that woman that got engaged at the yeah. top could not run down that mountain trail fast enough. Well, I hardly ran. That's definitely an exaggeration, but you it was two did fast. Not, you two did not want to get wet. There's nothing like a little clear. thunder that gets me to hike faster than I ever want to. Yeah. We got the, and we wound up not getting wet, but it's a, it's a great hike. It's a really easy spot to get to in Rocky. Parking lot does not, there's plenty of like street parking. Really easy, accessible street parking because we actually parked on the street. We were late morning when we got there because of our park passes and um, didn't have any trouble. Yeah. So if you are listening to this uh, and you are planning to go to Rocky Mountain, that's a good segue before we want to like leave the sandwich thing out there for another One more minute. second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you do need to purchase passes. They go on for... They're just a dollar for the day. Two dollars. Two dollars. Sorry. Thanks for getting both of those. Not a problem. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a partner right there. You got it. So they you get um, their first come first serve two hour uh, window to get into the park, and then you can stay in the park the whole day. But uh, you should if plan your trip because you could not get park passes till say entry at three p.m. And then you have a very limited window. So on Friday, we were able to enter between 7 and 9 a.m. And then Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. Yeah. And those aren't actually, of course, to get into the park. That's just your reservation time. I think the $2 is just a processing fee. Yeah, you still have to you pay. You still have to have your pass or pay yep. to get into the park. But regardless, I think it's just trying to um, stagger the traffic and a little bit. And, and it's because of the fires from last year. Sure. There that 
kind of ran in which on uh, Deer Mountain we could see a lot of that. Yeah. It was I mean, and that trail was actually closed for yeah, some could, time last year. You could year. see some there on the trail and then from the trail you could see other patches that ran up and down the mountain. I don't know what adjacent mountain that was, but yeah. You could see that too. But great hike kicks your ass. Okay, so <laughs> So let's talk sandwich. So we're at the top and well this is interesting because when did we oh it was that other day too. First, sorry, <laughs> excuse me. I declared one day that the bagel, a bagel was not a sandwich. And then the next day I suggested we make bagel sandwiches. It was very confusing. So you can see I'm, I'm on both sides of the fence here. But you dipped a bagel in cream cheese, which I feel like does not qualify as a sandwich. However, I think a bagel is a sandwich depending on the toppings. Okay, so <laughs> now, yeah. I think, I That's think it's a good. sandwich. I think a bagel with cream cheese. You think if is you a, have a, if you have a bagel, a non-sliced bagel, yep, and you tear off pieces and you dip them in cream cheese, that that's a sandwich. That was how I was choosing to apply my sandwich. What if you had a piece of bread and you were tearing off pieces of turkey or cheese and putting them on little pieces of bread and eating them? You would count that as a sandwich. Well, first of all, nobody does that. Oh, yeah? Who does that? Would tear off a little piece of bread and then tear off a little piece of turkey? You, Jill, I know people. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, I know sandwich no, terrors. So, I would like to know, if anybody is listening to this, message hashtag 59, because I want to know if you think a bagel is a sandwich. We went to the store, and... Well, we also went, we weren't hungry. We were not hungry. We did not have, we realized we did not have knives because I thought originally avocado, tomato slices, and on cheese a bagel. on a bagel. Definitely a sandwich. Yeah, I know. But instead, I also had had a bagel with cream cheese earlier that, that week, and I thought it was an excellent sandwich. But that was sliced and smeared. It's the same thing. I'm unsure. Well, anyway. I had a delicious bagel with cream cheese at the summit of Deer Mountain. I wasn't hungry. I was just trying to survive. Yeah. She was just trying to run off of the mountain because she saw some gray clouds. Yeah, I was getting down. Okay, so those are the two. And then just the last one that we did. Yeah. Lily Lake. Lily Lake. One of my favorite lakes. It's... Technically, well, it's inside the park, right? Yeah, it's just not it. But you don't yes. have to go through one of the park entrances to to go to it. Mm-hmm. And so we just went there on our way out of town. I don't even know. It's probably not even a mile. It's a mile. Yeah, it's like three three quarters of a mile around. It's flat. It's really pretty. <laughs> Usually. We were there. Not so much floor. today. But we had our rain gear on. And so it was, it it was, was fun. manageable. It was fine. But um, usually it's really pretty. It has some wonderful benches that are sitting around it. And they, yeah. And if you do want to amp it up there, there's also the Lily Mountain and Twin Sisters Peaks. Trailheads are, Trailheads right, are right there, which I've done some of those. And those are some, those are some mountains. What was the, what did you say the other one was? Twin Sisters? Twin Sisters. That one a few times ago. We didn't do it this time. I think I walked up the service road to the trailhead. And you were like, enough. I was like, that's enough. That trail, that hikes about 10 miles round trip, three, 3,500 feet elevation. That's where 
Which um, we were that time just walking to the trailhead. Yes. We weren't attempting to go, but... But Lily Lake is a beautiful one. Uh, Twin Sisters, though, that's where my brother and I uh, had to uh, thwart the bighorn sheep. Yes. But you mean they were on the trail? They were on the trail. <laughs> and uh, we had to boulder about a, a half a mile off of the trail. And you were equally as scared as them as they were of you. Yep. Before you knew anything about them. But so that's a nice little, uh, it's a nice little weekend in Rocky Mountain National Park. And, you know, Mike grew up going there, and I've gone there a number of times over the last decade. There's, I feel like, just so many different levels of hiking, number of trails, number of lakes, beautiful scenery if you just really want to drive through. I mean, there's just so many different options that you can do. I think I've probably done like over 50 50 different hikes there, 50 different day hikes. But you know what I've actually never done? I've never backpacked or spent the night inside the park, which just shows its true vastness for day hikes. But there's also a whole backcountry portion Mm -hmm. of the park. There's also a subculture there, kind of more in Estes Park, of ice cream. There is an ice cream shop every three stores on the main street, and you hardly ever pass somebody that is needing ice cream. So it makes it such a lovely shop. So add that to your trip if you're going to go. And last night, Jill's eating, gets her ice cream cone, and the two scoops fall out of the cone as she takes a lick. And she manages to, it. to be at before it hit the ground. She caught the two scoops, looked at the lady at the register, and said, "Do you have a cup?" And placed the two scoops of ice cream directly in the cup. Didn't want to waste it. It's the quickest I moved. My reflexes were on point. Yep. Uh, two final shout outs. One to Gem Lake. Uh, oh, yeah, another hike morning. I did that this morning off of the Lumpy Ridge Trailhead, right behind the Twin Owls. Great rock climbing there and a great trail run or short day hike. And shout out to our favorite Himalayan restaurant in Estes Park, Himalayan Curry and Kebab. You love their steamed momos. Oh my gosh, they're the best. They're literally the best. There's a place in Loveland too, so I might go back. And the entire staff is a bunch of... Sweeties. Yes. They are all super sweet people. I mean, those that restaurant, of course, it's a busy weekend. It's a small place. Tons of to-go orders. And they were handling it so with ease and graciousness. It was wonderful. Really good spot. So Gem Lake, Lily Lake, Twin Sisters, Mills Lake, Lock Vale. Deer Mountain. Deer Mountain. All the switchbacks. Bagel with cream cheese. No sandwiches. Breakfast burritos, momos, and ice cream, but no sandwiches. No sandwiches. No, No, not this time. I hope you tune back in because I promise we'll have a sandwich next time. Uh, Friends, I count my bagel with cream cheese. We'll see what everybody else says. Make sure you get your passes on recreation.gov before you go this summer to Rocky Mountain National Park and leave no trace and have yourself a good time and Make a bagel sandwich. <laughs> uh, until next time, Mike and Jill signing off on another episode of the Hashtag 59 Podcast. If you want more, we have about 100 other episodes on here with myself, Jill, and Amy. And you can also read our blog. 
Join our trash cleanup events and our postcard club at hashtag 59.com. That's hashtag 59.com. Till next week, friends, signing off. Peace out.